Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. to another episode of bravo while black um you guys i am slowly but surely feeling a little bit better you know last week i told you that um i got covid and um i was recovering and you know doing the podcast was like one of the highlights of my week and it's again like especially now when you guys find out what guests we have on like this is just such a special treat and a perfect way to celebrate twenty five thousand followers and it really feels like a dream that she even agreed to be here with us Erin tell the people who we got listen y'all we have the chameleon Camille Wimbush look at me I'm so nervous she's here we have the Camille Wimbush from the Bernie Mac show from Secret Life of the American Teenager. That's like she is doing her, you know this my show. She is doing her thing. And we're just so happy to have her on, y'all. Like you don't even understand. We've been talking about this ever since she agreed. Like we're like 630. 6:30. <laughs> <laughs> like beyond time. Like real people time, not colored people. Time. Listen, I'm like, we have to be on time and have everything together, y'all. I did the outline, I did everything. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am so good. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for being here. Thank yes. you for being a Bravo fan. Like, thank you for just being a legend. Like, I, it's just such so a So many great... things. Black yeah. excellence, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Camille, tell us, like, how has your week been going? Like, you know, we have to start off by asking you how you're doing, how everything is going. Everything is good. I'm in LA, so I'm trying to survive this heat wave. Um, It has been crazy. Like, I cannot function when it's this hot. Um, So, I've just been living under air conditioning, basically. (laughs) Isn't it like 100 degrees there, too? Like, oh, yeah, it's gotten up to 108. Oh, oh, no. Lord. Uh-uh. That's like <laughs> desert. That's like I'm desert. I'm in a now. I couldn't, uh, you know, 
The magic exactly. Is um, that is that shrinking weather, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shrinkage, y'all. The amount of fucking yeah. like shame moisture I'd be trying to pour, pour into my hair and it won't work. <laughs> listen and it's like in the 90s over here so like we have we experienced like 100 i'm pretty sure at one point we have but like i don't remember it i mean we got close to it and then you know the index where it's like it's in the 90s but it feels like 100 but we haven't like reached 100 y'all like reached 100 100 i can't even imagine that shit and then on top of that like down here it's humid is la humid or is the air more dry it's usually more dry but um right now it's very humid i actually think it's gonna rain in the next couple days um yeah so it's cloudy but it's still hot i can't uh -uh. it's perfect time to stay inside in in september and you guys know everyone who listens to this podcast know that this is the time that i start talking about the holidays because i am a christmas and halloween uh, are coming up yes all of those. It's September. It's Disney Plus Day, y'all. That's 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 Patreon talk. That's Patreon talk. But it is Disney Plus Day, and at September thirtieth, they're gonna have Hocus Pocus two on that bitch. So <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I know that's right. So Camille, let's learn more about Camille. Like, when did you start acting? I actually was discovered when I was two years old. I was in the audience of my cousin's talent show and an agency saw me sitting there. They thought I was a cute kid and they approached my parents and they said, Hey, has she ever done commercials? And um, I ended up singing for them on the spot and signed me right there. And my parents thought, let's give it a try, see what happens. And then I just started booking jobs and it turned into a career. Oh so, wow! Like, like you aren't even a toddler or a baby. You just like like Tiffany Pollard says. She's like, I came out and I was in the know. <laughs> <laughs> Went straight to it. Yeah, I just fell into it, and it ended up working out. And how did that? Do you remember how that felt like the first time? Were you nervous? Well, when you were conscious, of course. Yeah, because like, I knew that you were too. So. Right, yeah. like when you start when you were like much younger at least like around I'd say maybe five to seven mm-hmm. the first job that I remember was a show called Viper and it was about a talking smart car and there was a scene where the guy who played my father gets beat up and I'm watching this happen and I started crying <laughs> And the director was like, oh, she's so good. She's great. Like, she's got real tears and everything. And after a while, they were like, oh, she's actually crying and traumatized. (laughs) They had to explain to me that it wasn't real. And, like, the guy who played my dad came over. He was like, I'm okay. It's just makeup. Like, it's all fake. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) They need to do that, like, for kids every, I'm I'm sure they do it now, but, like, every time they're about to do something traumatic, because that is just. Yeah. (laughs) They probably didn't say anything on purpose to get a genuine reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, they should 
But it worked because you made that scene happen and you did the damn thing. I did. <laughs> like she is selling it, honey. So like I we we all know you like from of course I said Secret Life. I know a lot of y'all probably did not watch Secret Life, but Aaron um, watched if y'all just and I want y'all to know that. Um but <laughs> the Bernie Mac show, how was it working with like a legend like that? Oh, Bernie was, he was so down to earth. Like, honestly, he would have lunch with the crew every day. Um, He came to one of my gymnastics competitions because I was actually a gymnast in real life at the time. And he showed up to a competition and everybody was like, is that Bernie? Like, what is he doing here? Um, But he was just so cool. And he, he was funny, like, even when he wasn't trying to be funny, he was hilarious. So he was like himself. Like that's, I mean, like the characters that he plays on the show. Yeah. Like there were times when between scenes, he would just sit down and start telling a story and everybody would stop what they were doing. And we'd all just crowd around and listen. And like, 30 minutes into this story, one of the producers would be like, okay, this is great, but we, we have to work. (laughs) Like he just, his presence was so warm and welcoming and he just commanded the room. I can imagine because like seeing y'all on screen, like and watching the Bernie Mac show, that was like a staple in my household. Every time it came on, my mom was like, okay, it's time to eat. Let's watch. Like, yes, and when it got put on Hulu, I was like, they already know. <laughs> they already know. They know what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, we made so many great memories. Even now, like, mm. I... I never liked to watch my work growing up. It was just awkward for me to hear my own voice and see myself. But that is one of the only projects that I've done that I actually go back and watch from start to finish because I'll watch an episode and and remember things that happened. And uh, yeah, that was probably the best show that I've ever worked on so far. And, and you still keep in touch with the cast and all of that? Oh, yeah. Um, I still keep in touch with Jeremy and Didi, who play my siblings, Kalita, who played Aunt Wanda. Um, we actually live not too far from each other, but everybody's doing well. Jeremy's married. Um, he has two kids. Yeah. So it's fun. I know it's wild. <laughs> That, that was amazing. Oh, like that is just to me in my head. You're still baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, but she is grown now, and that actually, like, my next question is like, what is what was your favorite acting gig? Um, I mean, it's hard to top the Bernie Mac show. Like, I started that show when I was. 10 and um we ended right before my 16th birthday so i did a lot of growing and maturing on that set and that cast the crew we were all like family so 
there were a lot of memories made there and it was nice for me because I got to have a say in how the character developed, like the singing, mm-hmm. the gymnastics, all that was added in because those were things that I was actually interested in. So it was That's nice. so good to hear because you kind of hear sometimes that people not only are like on a, a, a toxic set, but like those formative years tend to almost 16 is like really what kind of shapes you to be a young adult and then shapes you to be an adult and instead of a place that you know made you feel bad about yourself or it was just a job or was traumatic you had something where you could get you know a say in the show you know get experience learn from people and obviously be around the best of the best yeah yeah I definitely got lucky with my experience Not everybody has had such a positive experience, but I don't take it for granted at all, especially seeing what other people have gone through or working on other sets that were not as friendly or um, accommodating. So, yeah, that was the best experience. And would you say you had like a similar experience uh, working on The Secret Life? I'm sorry. I always genuinely wanted so to know. Into the secret life. Like if you had that girl from what is that insurgents on here, you'd like sell the secret life. <laughs> I want to know because all of a sudden, like you came on screen and I'm like, that is baby girl. Like we're literally about to have a show, y'all. Like, you know. What I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Secret Life was fun. There was definitely, I mean, everybody was, when I say grown, I mean, like 19 mm. and up on that set. Um, Shailene was the youngest, I believe. Um, so there was a lot of, you know, high school-like drama. It was all in fun, but it was like, oh, this person likes this person. Now they don't. Now this person is talking um, but that show was cool for me because Renee Olstead, who played Madison, um, her and I are best friends in real life. And we met when we worked together when we were nine years old. And I love that. for us to come back together on this show and play best friends, like we shared a trailer. We were in practically every scene together. We rode to work together, so that part was really fun. And didn't y'all sing the song together? We did. Like um, that? <laughs> I love this. Not Aaron, like, trying to confirm everything that he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fun fact about that. Um, the The guy who played the keyboard, who was somebody's brother, I think, <laughs> I'm so terrible. I haven't even watched the show. No, listen, I feel bad because I was like, listen, every day, every time it came on, I was watching. And my mom was like, why are you watching it here? So originally they had him sing the song, uh, Marry Me. And the producer creators heard it and they didn't like his voice or like his rendition of it so they had Renee and I go back in and re-record it 
And that's how we ended up performing that song in the matching dresses and the whole high school like uh, dance scene. But that was fun. It was kind of embarrassing for us to be walking around in these, you know, like blue glitter dresses. But it was Listen, a good- y'all were playing teenagers too. Y'all had to play the role and y'all did so good because <laughs> I believed it. I'm like, they are actually 16. Like <laughs> <laughs> we tried. We it was funny, man. That show. Because everybody was so much older, but we were playing high school students. And like a few times we got called into into the production office for being adults in our off time. Like we went to Vegas and they were like, hey, you can't be pictured with drinks in your hands. You are supposed to be a sophomore. (laughs) (laughs) And you just like, I want to have a good time. Like, I know that was kind of like annoying. That can get really tricky because you want to live your, of course, your personal life. But then you're playing like a 16 year old on the TV show and you can't. Yeah, sometimes it's hard, especially for other people to differentiate a character from the Mm -hmm. actual person. Um, But there's a fine line and you just. You got to go with it. There are, you know, pros and cons to everything. So I would have hit that shit in a solo cup. Like thinking about it, I'm like, how would I get away with that? <laughs> like, this is literally my Capri Sun. This is what actually is- Coke, not Hennessy, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it like, though, like being a Black woman in the entertainment biz? Like, what is that like? Um, I mean, everybody's experience is different, but it's, it's up and down for me. Um, you know, when you when you're on top, it's great, but Hollywood is very unforgiving in how many days have passed since your last movie credit. So there have been moments where I've been on the red carpet and been asked to step to the side. Um, There have been moments where I've gotten free stuff because somebody recognized me. So, you know, it's up and down, but I feel like at this point in life, I'm a little bit more removed from Mm -hmm. all of it. Um, I like to stay at home. I don't, you know, I'm a little more picky with the projects that I do um, because I don't have to work in, you know, Hollywood Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, And there's a freedom that comes with that too. Like the stress is gone of when is my next project? Like I got to stay relevant. I'm not worried about all that. I'm just trying to live my best life, whether that's, on screen, behind screen, or completely away from it all. Right. And 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 I I understand that. Is there anything else that you maybe have in mind, like other than acting that you would do? Like maybe singing? Cause John, I know you can sing the house down. <laughs> singing is something that I just like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I tried to make a career of it, that would take the fun out of it for me 
And I'm just at a point now where if it doesn't make me happy or give me some kind of satisfaction, I don't really want to do it. Um, but honestly, my heart is in interior design. Um, so if you were an actress, you would be an interior designer. Like, well, obviously you can get into that now or getting into that now, but if you weren't acting, what would you do? It sounds like you would want to be an event planner slash interior designer. I would have my own business. I guess I say I would have, I could, um, but yeah, I've always loved interior design and having a blank space and creating something mm-hmm. that people can enjoy. I love planning events. I am a list person. Like I love having a to-do list. I love thinking of every little detail. What's your sign? Aquarius. Oh yeah. Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> This is not panache, okay? <laughs> like, calm down. Like I'm just, I had to do that because that's her. That's her song for the Aquarius. Yes, yeah, so planning events and interior design. That's something that, like, if I had the money to or like the freedom to do, mm-hmm. I would also be in that. Like, that's the hospitality industry. But obviously, like, getting a degree in hospitality is just like a waste because. You should just like work your way up, you know. Um, But is that like what you do now instead of acting since you don't have to like you're not hurting for, you know, a role or anything. So is that what you're doing now? Um, Not professionally. I actually Mm -hmm. right before the pandemic and the lockdown, all that happened. I was going to school for interior design. And um, the school shut down and I realized that for me, at least, interior design is about opinion. And once you learn Mm -hmm. the basics, you don't really need a degree or, you know, any of that. You can go out and do it. Um, It's all subjective. Like, obviously, there's color scheme and just like with, with music, you know, there's just like different things that go together and and you learn the basics of it. But once you learn like the basics, it's up to your creativity to, you know, um, fix everything and, and, and plan everything and place everything the right way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually bought a house last year and I pretty much gutted the entire thing. And that was like my first major design project and it took about nine months from start to finish but yeah I learned so much just from that process like all of the things that go into it you don't even think about like what color doorknobs do you want what kind of locks do you want on the doors um there are so many shades of navy blue that I had not realized (laughs) (laughs) And like different brands and yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. that's why Home Depot has that machine now. You remember the ones that we would <laughs> always machine. play at as as like as kids? Because I would go up to that shit and just scan different colors. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm selling Sunset now, and I'm like, 
they shouldn't they shouldn't place that at one point two. That's more of like a <laughs> one point. <laughs> yeah, just my expert opinion, my broke ass opinion. I'm like, she is asking for way too much. Look at those floors. <laughs> like, know. how many square feet? Oh no, right? The commission is what? She'll never <laughs> stop. <laughs> you becoming a whole ass real estate agent. <laughs> in my head that's how i feel now especially watching tampa because i started watching tampa and i'm like you are selling tampa mm-hmm. excuse I- me you didn't tell me <laughs> <laughs> i started last week y'all and i got into it and i'm like this is good mm-hmm. like, like even with the drama it's just like seeing these houses it's like I'm like a good six episodes in, and I'm like, I don't know what I've been missing like this whole time. Oh my God. Wait until you get to Selling Sunset. Like the OG, like first season, second season, Selling Sunset, where the houses are in the millions. And and, and like Christine Quinn comes with a fucking Harley Quinn outfit on. And like you just hear this song that makes no sense. It's like Beverly Hills with my girls. And it's just like, what is this show really about? And it's about nothing. It is about Patreon talk. Yeah. Um but <laughs> yeah. It's so the, the planning is amazing. So Aaron, go ahead. Listen, okay. So like this was maybe two years ago, your the OnlyFans news broke. And everybody's like, she is grown, y'all. She is grown. And you have taken like a whole new perspective of OnlyFans. Like you're switching it around and doing what you want to do. And you're taking control of the situation. What made you want to um, come out with one? Um, so my best friend, Renee Alston, uh, she has a page as well. Mm-hmm. And she kept telling me, you got to get on there. Like, I've paid off grad school in a short amount of time. Like, people would love you on there. And I had that stigma about her. I was like, no, I can't do that. I would never do that. No. Um, and as time went on, she was like, it's not just, you know, like sex. You can do whatever you want on there. People are, doing cooking people are dropping music on there there's so much more to it than just you know explicit photos or videos um so then I started to think about it and I was like well this can be an opportunity for me to show people that I am not Nessa anymore and maybe make a few coins So I just decided to take a chance and I'm doing it my way. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still some, you know, I'm in my cute little lingerie or whatever, but. I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like you post a picture in your bathing suit and you post it on your main timeline. So like when, I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, but it's, it's so much more than just that. Like. Honestly, I've realized since I've been on there that people just want to feel like they have a genuine connection. And there's so many people on there that say, oh, this is so nice. Like, I don't even care about the content you post. It's just nice to talk to somebody who's, you know, the actual person. And some guys are like, 
I am so shy. I would never talk to a pretty girl in person. This is as close as I'll ever get. Um, and it's just, it's so much more innocent than at least on my page. There's, you know, there's a wide range of what <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah. It but is. it's not like people just make assumptions of what it is, what I'm doing. And that's not it at all. Like I compare my page to anything you would see in a Victoria's Secret catalog or like a Maxim photo shoot. Um, but I'm on there singing. I'm on there getting dating advice from all the men. I be asking all my questions like, okay, so we went out, he called on this day and said this, what does that mean? And they will break it down for me. And it's fun, honestly. And of course the money doesn't hurt. <laughs> and I was just about to say, and you're getting paid to do it. Right. So, yeah. And you're that's doing so it the way you want to do it. And I feel like that's the most important thing. I think usually when people hear OnlyFans, it's like their head goes to like the craziest depths. Like, and it's yeah. not just like that. It was so, because I'll be honest, even when I first heard, because at that time, I don't think people were like using OnlyFans for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. But then like once you started explaining like what you were actually doing on there, I'm like, this is totally different. This is changing the game here. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if there's an opportunity to make money on your own terms, like I'm on my own schedule, I post what I want to, when I want to, I don't have to answer to anybody. And that is just such a freedom. Yeah, like I don't get that with acting. There's always somebody telling me what to wear, how to look, how to say what I need to say. But with that, it's like <clears throat> if I want to dance around in my underwear, I can do that. And somebody is going to pay me to see it. So why not? <laughs> yeah, and that it's, every, it's every month. And then you also can get tips. And it's just like, you can. You can literally just go on there. Not Kaya knowing the whole like FAQ shit. Hey, (laughs) if I had a big following, if I had a big following, I would absolutely be on there. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to confirm or deny, but I feel like it's a good good space, y'all. And I don't care how bad my mom's going to still be my ass to this day. <laughs> when I pull up in that new news, she's going to be quiet. Okay. Yeah, I know so, that's right. She'll be okay with my it. My mom, she, my mother will literally tell me, uh-uh, don't use that picture. You need to suck in. Or like, the men like when they can see the, you know, I'm like, mom, that's right. supposed to be this <laughs> she's trying to put you on I know that's it's right like game, period. <laughs> so now it's time to get into Bravo you know that's that's our you know that's our Special thing y'all we're <laughs> Bravo while black yes <laughs> so what started your love for Bravo like what show was it what Housewives franchise or like was it even a Housewives franchise um, I am a diehard housewives. I started with OC from the beginning. Um, so I am deep in it 
And like, even when the seasons are not good, I still watch because I just feel like Thanks. it's mm-hmm. it's like a part of me now. I am housewife. <laughs> oh God, you are our people. Because it's like, yes. this season might not pop off, but they're going to see that it's not popping off. And they're going to either add, subtract, or shuffle some shit around. And that next season is going to really be good. Just like with, you know, Atlanta or Potomac, like, Mm-hmm. Even the quarantine seasons were amazing. Well, with LA and San Potomac. Um, but like, what's your favorite? Um, Potomac is a favorite. Um, honestly, it kind of varies by season, like who's on there, what the storylines are. But I do like Beverly Hills, I think, because it's kind of like my hometown um you know mm-hmm. places that you can go to so I'm like oh I need to go check that out um <laughs> <laughs> but I love them all like Jersey um New York is kind of like a love hate at times but I watch them all I have to <laughs> I get yeah. that <laughs> so like who are your top five housewives Oh gosh. We gotta ask the tough ones, y'all. <sighs> okay. Do they have to be current or just any? No. Any. Of all time. Okay. Um, Nini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is hard. Okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, Karen Huger, the Grand Dame, the Grand Dame. Not you uh, going in our order too. <laughs> Did y'all know that peanuts come in a hole? It's called a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Dame just carries. My God, she's the best. Are you gonna um, say Vicky? Karen, can you stop trying to make? Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go Tamra. You're gonna go Tamra? Okay. Um, okay, so how do you feel? Okay, sidetrack. How do you feel about her coming back finally? I feel like it's a nice refresher. Um, do you think it's gonna fix OC though? Or do they I still need a little bit? Mm-hmm. I feel like they still need to shake things up because some of them girls mm. don't have it. Uh, but I think maybe she'll be able to bring some of that old spark back to it. Um, like a nostalgic thing. Because we'll have Heather Dubrow and we'll have Tamara. Even with Heather, she wasn't, she, she didn't give me what I needed her to give. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate seeing the wealth. Because yeah. that's why we started watching in the beginning. Um so it was nice to have that element back, but I'm hoping that Tamara can bring some some fun shade, you know, stir it up. Okay, so Nene, Karen, Tamara. Got two more. Um, ooh, okay. <laughs> Bethany. Okay. 
I can understand that, even though I don't necessarily agree. I respect it. <laughs> now, so she she's not always in the right or at her best, but mm. she goes for it. I appreciate the commitment to being wrong or right. Mm-hmm. I can say when she's good, she's good. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh man. Um, I'm gonna go. This with... is the last spot. Think hard now. <laughs> this is too much pressure. I can't do this. Um, <laughs> um I'm gonna say Teresa. Good choice. Because she her story, like. She went from fun Teresa to villain Teresa to prison Teresa to come back to like she's just had so many like, arts. Mary Teresa, like she's done it all. Mm-hmm. She has. That is a really solid, good list. And I can tell that you like the, the alphas. Like the people who make housewives what housewives are. Like when you think of it, you think of Meanie Leaks, you think of Teresa Giudici, you think of Buffalo Frankel. Like that's who you think of when you think of reality TV in general, not just the housewives. So I definitely understand and maybe not agree with all of them because. (laughs) (laughs) As you can say, Kay is not a fan of Bethany. And I feel like Teresa too. I feel like, okay, on the show, Bethany, sure. But off the show, it's just her and this podcast that she has and her chiming in on this pop culture stuff and her chiming in on WAP and her chiming in on the most (laughs) rudest. She called Phoebe from Friends the rudest celebrity that she ever met. And I'm like, girl, bye. You made millions. Like, you got millions. Phoebe, like, of all people. Yes, of all people, she said that Phoebe from Friends. Not okay. Jennifer Aniston? No, not even Jen Aniston. Phoebe. And I'm I like, I feel like it would be Jennifer Ryan. Aniston. And then it's just like her talking about Meg and, and Cardi and just commenting on things that literally like is not for her. Like, this is not for you. So you're not going to like it. Like, just shut up. <laughs> And then doing her CBS <laughs> fucking reviews of, of, of like cover girl lines. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And posting these random TikToks where it's just, I don't know. Bethany, as a housewife, <laughs> I respect it. But outside of housewives, I want her to please like go to sleep. Like she said, <laughs> go to sleep. Go to now, sleep. I will say like my choices are just based on the show itself. I don't mm-hmm. really be following outside of the show what they do because i don't really care that much but Mm -hmm. uh, now i have been following the the beverly hills stuff that's been going on recently but it's hard to escape that one though yeah yeah. that's like big yeah but that and i'm sure i left some people out like phaedra gets honorable mention Um, like i love camille's list like listen (laughs) the only thing i would add is vicky of course like that goes without saying not everyone is going to i know that i know that you don't because every time you're like how do you feel about vicky i want to know but see i feel like 
Vicky can't stand on her own. She mm-hmm. needs somebody else to either go against or be with. Like it's never just Vicky, it's Vicky and Tamara or mm-hmm. Vicky against uh somebody else. So right. it's because she needs a bigger family van. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> If she is not whooping it up, man, <laughs> what is life? <laughs> You're right. Did you You're watch right. Girls Trip? I did, yeah. Oh, my God. When she was, like, at at the Berkshires, which I recently found out where that was. Um, <laughs> it's not New York. She was like, where can we go to whoop it up? <laughs> is it Chocolisa? Imagine Vicky on P Valley. She would be the lady at the end of season two. She would be like, wow, a... man. <laughs> that would actually be Sutton, I feel. Like, I would uh, definitely. Yeah, that, that is Sutton. No, that, like, I think that actually was Sutton. <laughs> so, you know, Dubai just wrapped. We've wrapped with the reunion. Is there, there's no part three, right? No, I think it's over. Okay, I don't want to lie, y'all. That's why I asked. Yeah, I don't want to lie. I don't think that they get no part. <laughs> Not to be shady, I just don't think they need one. <laughs> I don't think they needed one either. How do you feel overall about like their first season, though? I thought they had a solid first season. Um, some brought more to the table than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stanberry was just going on. I'm Stanberry, and that's all I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that they have the most exotic fashions. <laughs> like, so expensive, so good all the time. Uh, and they're all really pretty. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um. But I enjoyed the season. I'm, I was not bored at all. I would like to see most of them come back. I feel like they will all come back just because. This is the first season. Yeah. Okay, so who, what would you mix up? Like, would you add someone? Um, would you leave someone behind? Would you add two people? Who would you add? Would, would you like to see Phaedra on there? Like, what would make a perfect season two for you? Um, I think Nina can be a friend of, um, (laughs) I think they need to bring somebody else in that is going to challenge Stanberry or like make her be active. Like I need to see her activated. Um, and Sarah, I need to see a little bit more. Like, I'm not giving up on her yet. And then everybody else can stay. I agree. That's a fair observation for sure. For sure. Um, so, like, if you could be a friend of on any franchise, what franchise would it be? Um, 
And I, I feel like, like usually you would say Hills. Beverly Hills, but <laughs> the way that they're acting, yeah. it's like, do you want to be a friend or no? I feel like they would exhaust me and I would end up leaving because I didn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Kathy Hilton on her iPad. Come get me. <laughs> be like, I'm going to the bug bed, y'all. I can't do it. Um, I think... I think Atlanta might be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe, maybe Miami because they need some. Don't do us. Vice. They do. They, they do. do. Like they need somebody to come in and like take some shit up. Yeah. Like I get it. Like Jocelyn Hernandez. Stevie, <laughs> our marriage. Listen, I got away from Stevie, and I you, 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 and you leave my party. <laughs> like I could see how that. This would is go. my shit. <laughs> she would be really good though, and it's on Peacock, so. <laughs> so it's That's like no. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would not know what to do with her. They would just be like, <laughs> "You remember how I'm married to medicine for like that was already <laughs> <laughs> the way she got in Toya's ass." I remember that they were not ready for that. That was so random too. <laughs> do you watch um, anything other than The Housewives, or do you stick to The Housewives? Um, I watch Married to Medicine. Perfect. Um, Sometimes I watch Below Deck, but it's just so many of them now. I can't keep up. Um, I used to watch Southern Charm, but Mm. my nerves now. I can't. Mm -hmm. Like Shep and uh, the one that looked like he had a pacifier too long. Um, (laughs) Craig and Austin. (laughs) Yeah, Austin. Like, I just... I am not one <laughs> violence, but they need their asses kicked. Like, just one good time. Mm-hmm. They need to be stomped into the ground. Like, I'm sorry, I'll fully stomp. <laughs> I can say because I know this show. Like, the back of my hand, I've been watching that shit. Well, you know, I, I binged it, but I watched it from the beginning. So I watched it from when Thomas was on there, and then and, and Thomas literally ate all the ass up. Um, so you said that you would like to be a friend of Atlanta, if you could. Speaking of Atlanta, like, what did you think of the season? This is our first season without Portia and Cynthia. How, how do you think that they did? I think they did good. Um, for me, Cynthia was not missed. Yeah, I mean. She wasn't, like. She could have been a friend of, but she's she wasn't necessary. Um, Portia was missed. I, I like her her shade. Like she would give fun shade, and then when it got real, she was ready to rumble. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a it was a cool season. It wasn't very memorable for me. Like if you asked me about the season, all I remember was Sheree got stood up. Drew hurt her leg. Uh, the highlights. The the cheap parties and 
Nobody wanted to ride in the van together on on the trip. That's all I could tell you. Oh, and the fashion show and randomly showing up. But like, I really enjoyed it, but I know that I will enjoy it more if like it's rumored, fingers crossed, if Portia comes back. And they're trying to say that Porsche's coming back on a five million dollar deal, which would be damn. I mean, get your money, girl. If that is the deal, she should come back. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine. Uh, I would like to see her back, though. I I like her on the show. Do you want want Sanya back? Um, she, she wasn't bad. I feel like she tried. She, she did try. And I said that last episode, she did try. I wouldn't feel like she needed a second chance if they didn't bring her back. But if they did bring her back, I wouldn't be mad at it. So she's like, so, so there for me. (laughs) And you know my last question for you we have to like I have to drive all the way back to married to medicine. Um are you team contessa or heavenly this season? Um they are both so dramatic but <laughs> <laughs> they are on the current situation I think I'm team contessa. Yeah, I understand. Oh, why. yeah, I understand why. It makes a lot of sense, actually, especially after that dinner um, with Daddy. So, Aaron, Aaron is. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked, Aaron. I just was wondering, you know. <laughs> I mean, Heavenly, she's funny, but like. Sometimes it's just too much. Like I could yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, like she doesn't know when to stop. Like and then she'll be like, I didn't do nothing. And I'm like, what do you mean? You literally got on Instagram live and said that I was being emotionally abused by my husband. Like, what are you saying right now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she didn't mean to do that. Aaron, okay, well, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many times I can have this conversation. Listen, we've had it like at least 1,800 on the podcast. <laughs> on and off. <laughs> so we are going to play a really fun game with Camille. Yes. Um, it is called Who Said That? So, you know, in Portia's voice, who said that? Who said that? I'm going to be reading you, like, some famous housewives quotes, and you just tell me, like, the name of the housewife that said it. Okay. Okay. So, the first one is, have a piece of bread. Maybe you'll calm down a little. Oh, that was uh, Queen Kim Richards. I know that's right. So, one point, (laughs) Camille got that. All right. So, the second one is, People come for me all the time. They just don't find me. The ground down. Your favorite. I know you like to get that right. <laughs> oh, I feel like you should know this because I just went into this. You have a little family band. Mm. 
<laughs> that is uh, the OG from the OC, Vicky. Yes, like you are getting all these. I feel like I should have found some tougher ones. <laughs> um, and then the next one I have is, I'm sorry that I said you were dumb. Maybe I meant that you were stupid. I don't know. Oh, that's one of my favorites, even though it's oh. offensive against another one. Like, <laughs> it was, you know. <laughs> like, that was... Ugh. That's a hard one. Um, that one, a lot of people talk about that, that one. <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm going to... Mm-hmm. It's a, just a hint. I'll give you a hint. Wait, wait, don't get. I feel like you're gonna give her a hint that's too big of a hint. I would say East Coast. Yeah, I was gonna say it's one of your favorites. One of your favorite franchises. Yeah, one of your favorite. Not your favorite people. Um, is it Jersey? Melanin. Oh, who said that? Maybe not Karen. Um, Monique? You're getting closer. No, it was Aaron. Katie Ross. Katie Ross. Oh, okay. She now it's right. Ashley Darby. Mm-hmm. Ashley B. Darby. When she was. <laughs> wearing those wigs and she came back that once <laughs> and there was a Twitter account called Katie Ross Wigs and I followed it. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were so bad but they were good. Like I can't explain it. Um <laughs> like, like she looked the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know sometimes you know freedom freedom of expression. Um the freedom Another one is by wig. By wig. Oh, that's uh, Nini, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I got it. Okay. Um, is bitch better? Oh, uh, Teresa. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then the last one. I'm gonna stop talking to you before I get blown up on your ass. Oh, that is uh, candy to me. <laughs> and I feel like even if I didn't know, I would know the way that you said it. Because like, <laughs> hey, she did the hands. <laughs> I get blown up on your ass. Camille, you did amazing. You just missed one. But to me, that's a perfect score, you know? Yeah. That's still an A, y'all. <laughs> All right, so Camille, do you have any projects that you're working on? Anything going on that you want to plug in? Um, I just finished shooting a movie. It's called Lipstick. Um, It's like a thriller drama. And I do my own stunts. And there is a sex scene. (laughs) First. Um, I'm not sure when it will be released, but hopefully sometime this year. Um, I also did a Christmas movie called Holiday Hideaway. That's now that is my she's like excited. <laughs> That's my dream to be in like a Hallmark or a Lifetime holiday movie. I'm so excited for you. What is that called again? 
It's called Holiday Hideaway. Um, this will be recorded, by the way, Kayo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I'm guessing it'll probably be like on a Hallmark or a Lifetime. Um, so look for that in the holiday season. And uh, I'm getting ready to film another movie next month. And yeah, and I'm getting my first producer credit. So I would love to see. I can't wait. Like, listen, I'm going to look out for all of that. And my last thing is like, I definitely want to see you in a Jordan Peele production. Like, I feel like it is time. Like, y'all. I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) I love that. That would be amazing. I am. I'm ready. So. Whoever's out there listening, call me. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. And where can the the people find you, Camille? On social. I am on Instagram and Twitter, Camille S. Winbush. Um, OnlyFans is Candidly Cam. Period. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Period dot. (laughs) So y'all go follow her, support her, love her. Um, and thank you so much again for joining us, Camille. We will be heading over to the Patreon, you know, to talk some more smack, you know, ask you a little bit more uh, and get it's it's non Bravo related. So like what you're currently watching, like things like that. Yeah, you guys head over to the Patreon. And if you aren't already a Patreon subscriber, please subscribe. We are two Black creatives literally just trying to make our way in this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you can't subscribe, we understand. But can you please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? It helps way more than you know. And thank you so much for everyone who has been leaving reviews lately. We really, really appreciate it. And we love you. And we will uh, talk to you soon. Yes. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.